What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, many believe that the human body is inherently flawed, but not all of us do. It is my goal with this show to bring you the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Push myself to my limits, I'm in it to win it. Forget the Ooh. beginning, it's not that you living. Don't be Don't We're hear what you're back, baby. Like you been to be shit, a week since I recorded an episode. And I am fucking congested. I don't know if you can tell over the microphone. But my fucking face is just completely congested. I've never really experienced allergies until last year, and I didn't believe it was allergies because they scared the shit out of everybody with COVID, and rightfully so. You know, at the beginning of the year last year, we had no idea what we were getting into, but because I fell prey to the fear-mongering around, honestly, it's not even just COVID, it's everything, but um, a lot of the fear-mongering that the, the media puts out there, I thought my allergies, newly founded allergies at least, um, were, had something to do with COVID, and I was shitting bricks for like the first month and a half of COVID last year. Um, but this year confirmed, in my eyes at least, that I have allergies because this is fucking crazy. Like, I get my temperature checked every day at work, and it hasn't been higher than a 97-something. My nose isn't working right. Sorry, I'm in a weird mood. This 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 is just weird for me. So anyway, guys, we're back today. Um, I put an Instagram story out the other day about if people wonder why they stretch a muscle or an area of pain and it doesn't go away. So the example I used was, have you ever stretched your lats or have you ever, um, what was the other one I used? Oh, stretched your lower back and, and the pain didn't go away or it didn't seem to help. Well, the issue may not be that you are lacking the flexibility at the muscle. It could be a fundamental movement issue. And that, my friends, is where mobility comes in. There is a, I, when, when working with the clients, I use mobility as like an umbrella type of term, meaning I throw everything that is included into like proper body maintenance or what I'm defining as proper, um, you know, body maintenance in the sense that doing things that help you maintain the long-term the long-term benefits of what our body's capable of. What I mean is we have access to all this range of motion. We can do so many things because of the way certain joints are designed. And the issue is we neglect it and then inevitably um, we assume a simple stretch. And, and when I say we, I am lumping, I am fully lumping myself into this party because I used to be here and I want to save you guys the trouble that I went through. Um, we wonder why after years of neglect of all the capabilities that our body can do, why this simple lower back stretch isn't solving my back pain. When in actuality, your back pain is happening because of something above or below the joint. Same thing with knee pain, Something. same thing with ankle pain. So let us first define what the differences between flexibility and mobility are. Wait, hold on. I am going to do that. I apologize. 
kind of got off on a tangent there. Um, I use personally with my clients the word mobility. Like I'm gonna, I, I'll be like, I'm going to throw a mobility routine into the program. You can use this if you want. And I highly recommend it. Type of something like that. And I use mobility as like an umbrella term. And when I think about mobility, there's a couple of things that we have to address. Now, I'll use myself as an example. I have an uneven my hips are uneven so when i squat when i do deadlifts things like that my hips shift well what's causing my hips to shift it's not the physical hip it's something else ha that's happening well it turns out i lack external rotation on my in my right hip which leads to the compensation of my glute medius and then on my left hip i ha i'm sorry no, yeah, my left hip, I lack internal rotation. So what does that do? Well, a whole bunch of shit, and it leads all the way up the kinetic chain. And the real issue isn't the fact that my I have a tight right um, hamstring. The issue is that I <clears throat> lack internal and external rotation at each respective hip. So we need to address the movement problem. If if because it may not always be an this may not always be the issue, but if you have a tight muscle, meaning the muscle is contracted or, or overactive and it's shortened, that is where we need to address flexibility and regaining the length back into the muscle. It's like most thing. everybody understands that there's in most, most things in life, there's a balance. The same thing happens with your muscles. There needs to be a balance between how much we're lengthening and shortening it. The problem with the gym is we go into the gym and we effectively shorten muscles. But if you haven't addressed the antagonist or the opposite muscles in the first place, you're just, it's a recipe for disaster. What I mean is if you have rounded shoulders and you're constantly doing chest, internal rotation muscles that pull your shoulders down and forward, um, you're, you're, you're most likely going to exacerbate the problem which is most likely shoulders or lower back pain and you're in that particular case but that's not the point i keep getting sidetracked anyway so when it comes to mobility as a collective in the way that i refer to it with my clients um you may have to address shortened muscles uh again a lot of people like to claim that their hamstrings are tight or something to that effect and they probably are the way we sit the way we move the things we do throughout our day our shoes they shorten your hamstrings but the other thing is we lack and I, again i'm lumping myself in this i've i i'm going to admit this i am very observant of the way people move because i find human movement fascinating and people probably will think that that's weird that i sit there and watch other people move but it's just it's my thing anyway so a lot, a lot of the time, these our hamstrings become so tight, not only because of sitting and, and modern day footwear, but because we lack the proper way to load our hips. So then we round our back to, and that places more stress on our back, or it may load the hamstrings more, which could effectively shorten them, which could, because you're not loading the hips as much, you're not loading them probably at all, is going to put more stress on your back. Our body is a master of adaptation. Our body and our body is also seeking a stable position. So with that being said, if you lack mobility somewhere, you will stabilize in another area that you're not supposed to. I hope that makes sense to you guys. Okay, so my approach to mobility, I know I'm a little bit all over the place, but I, this is all going to make sense. There's just little nuances I did not plan for because this stuff is so cool and this is my shit. It's my shit. I love it. Okay, so mobility, right. 
the way I approach it, you work on flexibility if it's required. If it's a movement issue, then you got to work on that, which is where mobility comes into play. Actual mobility, mobilizing a joint, mobilizing some tissue, mobilizing a muscle. You see, we're encased in fascia, our muscles, our organs, and I should find a way to make a YouTube video about this now or show show you guys because it's fascinating. So we're encased in this fascia. It's the soft tissue. When you do self-myofascial release, foam rolling, you use a little cross ball like I always do, um, get a massage uh, cupping, knee, dry, dry needling, like those kinds of things work on, the, on your soft tissue, the, the tissue that encases all of our muscles, our organs, and things like that. What happens when those tissues get adaptively stiff is they don't function proper, properly. So again, I lack internal rotation on my, uh, this has gotten a lot better. I've worked on this a lot, but my biggest issue now is I lack external rotation in my, on my right hip and working on the soft tissue around the joint, um, figuring out what's leading to that in the first place. Um, I have an extremely tight right hip flexor that could be a part of the issue, but that again is in the hip. I've noticed more recently that I lack, I think internal rotation on my, at my tibia, which is your the, your bottom leg bone, we're supposed to be able to load the hips by like externally rotating the hips, which internally rotates your tibia. I know it's a little bit much, but the point is because I lack that motor pattern, my body finds a way to compensate. And it's particularly, particularly a pain in the ass when I am squatting. Okay, so I need to mobilize that tissue, the joint. I need to get that functioning properly, and then you can figure out what the main issue is. Once, you, once you've once regained flexibility, if you need to, you may not need to. Just because your hamstrings are tight doesn't necessarily mean that you, you stretch them. Okay, so here we go. You stretch them to eliminate that being an issue because it's not, it's, it's a symptom. It's not the actual issue. Then you address the real issue with mobility and mobilize tissues or muscles that are necessary. So I have a client right now, um, his, he's always talking about how his hamstrings are tight. And the issue is not that his hamstrings are, are always, well, okay, they're, they're tight. I, I completely understand that part of it. The thing is, he lacks external rotation in both of his hips. So when we externally, externally rotate the hips, that's how we load them. That's how we, we put more tension on that beautiful fucking ass we have. And when we can't externally rotate, our body needs to compensate. Well, the hamstrings do the fucking job because they also aid in hip extension. You know what else helps with hip extension? The main driver of the glutes when they are weak and not functioning properly because you can't get into external rotation and load the hips well, your lower back takes a beating because your knees cave in, which puts more stress on your hamstrings, and because you lack that mobility in your hips, your hamstrings and your lower back take a beating. Your hamstrings will get super stiff because they're overactive. Your lower back will get super stiff because it's overactive. And then that's when we stretch and then we repeat the cycle because we're not addressing the root issue, which is mobilizing a specific range of motion, a joint, some soft tissue, whatever the case may be for you. And this is going to be different for everybody. I mean, there are, and but this is why, this is exactly why I go so hard on 
proper movement. Look, I I think it's needs to be said that there we are designed to wet, to move in so many different ways because there really there isn't a wrong way to move. But if we're going to lift weights and we're going to lift weights effectively, then we need to make sure that our joints, our muscles are being loaded properly. We need to be making sure that our 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 movement is happening fluidly because the second you go to squat and you're putting an extreme amount of load on your back, on your spine, that thing is a, look, I don't mean to say this to scare anybody because I like to push my boundaries in the gym, but our spine is more fragile than you realize. And if you're not being intelligent about the way you're lifting, we could, this could cause issues. Think about this. If you can't load your hips properly, this is where the knee thing comes in with squatting. People think if your knee goes beyond your foot, there's an issue. The issue isn't how far your knee goes because we need a certain amount of dorsiflexion or our knee over our foot in order to hit a good <coughs> excuse me, depth squat. The issue lies with the fact that we are breaking at our knees for first. We are not properly loading our hips because we lack the range of motion, the, the mobility in our hips to be able to descend into a squat with our hips loaded. And instead, our knees are taking a beating. And that's where the knee problems come from because they are dealing with more load than they are supposed to. Our hips. Guys, I don't say it because I think I'm funny, although I know I am. I say it because your hips are very, very important. And then I cannot I cannot overemphasize this. I can't make enough jokes about it. I can't tell more guys to do glute bridges because it'll help them in the bedroom. It's the truth. I really believe that. But at the same time, it's just me trying to find a way to motivate guys to train their everybody to train their glutes more. They're that important. Anyway, anyway. So there's a difference between mobility. There's a difference between flexibility. There's an, and it's important to understand the two the two different differences. I'm sorry. Um, again, flexibility. You know, we need to we need to have adequate flexibility, but that may not be your issue. You may need to mobilize a joint or some soft tissue, something to that effect. Get regain the range of motion. Like when we're talking about, if you have a hard time hitting a depth squat, you get some butt wink, something like that. It, your issue may not be that your ankles are tight. Your issue may not be that your hamstrings are tight or something like that. You may need more mobility in your thoracic spine, your upper back. When we round forward, our, our thoracic spine has collapsed. We lose so much power this way. That is a specific joint that you need to mobilize because it's a very mobile joint. And this brings me to the joint-by-joint uh, joint approach that I read about. And I'm just going to plug the book because I don't know where else it would be if people want to read about it. But just look up the joint-by-joint joint approach. I read about it in Movement by Greg Cook. Really fucking awesome book if there's any personal trainers that happen to listen to me. Um, really good shit. Anyway, I still have to go through the majority of it. But essentially what the joint-by-joint joint approach is, or concept, I should say, is is that our our body is so beautifully designed. I cannot say this enough. We have a joint, we have joints stacked on one another. One joint is mobile, the next one is stable. And then it and it goes back and forth and back and forth. So we'll start from our feet. Our feet are a very stable joint. They stabilize our ankle which allows us to have range of motion, mobility. Our ankle is a mobile joint. Then you have your knee. Your knee is a stable joint. All right, that helps stabilize the lower portion of your leg so that you have hip mobility because our, our hips are a very mobile joint. They're a ball and socket joint, just like the shoulder, which allows us to 360 degrees of range of motion. It's awesome. Guys, we're so cool. Appreciate this with me, please. 
Anyway, so then on top of your hips, you have the lumbar spine, the lower back, the one that everyone's complaining about, right? Myself included. I'm sitting down here. My back's pissing me off because my hips are getting stiff. I didn't, I didn't work on mobility after uh, lifting heavy today. So low back, your lumbar spine is a stable joint. Once you have adequate range of motion at your hips, your lumbar spine can stabilize your midsection, your core, your lower back properly. When we lack hip mobility, this is why I can't, I will never stop talking about it, is because when we, when we lack hip mobility, our body will compensate by stabilizing our lumbar pelvic region with our lower back, which is why everybody has back pain, because they, their back is being put under a tremendous amount of stress day in and day out. And then we expect, and, and again, I'm, I'm fully lumping myself into this club. I know there's more people out there that a, a simple um, hamstring stretch is going to get rid of the issue. You need to you need to look at other aspects of your life. Are you are you is you, do you have a strong core right? Like if you don't have that, your lower back's gonna take a beating. Do you have thoracic spine mobility, which is the next joint? Um, if not, your lower back's gonna take a beating. Do you have strong leg musculature? Do you have strong hips? Can they withstand the things that you're doing on a regular basis so that your lower back doesn't have to? Are you constantly rounding at your lower back to pick every single thing up and just stressing it out, no matter how heavy it is? Again, no movement is bad movement, but if you're picking up 300 pounds day in and day out um, with a rounded spine, I'm sorry, that is going to fuck you up long term. So we have the lumbar spine. It's very important. It's a stable joint. On top of that, we have the thoracic spine. Like I said, mobile, very mobile joint is responsible for the rotational power that we have in our upper body. Really, really guys, I can't, this is another, I can't emphasize enough things about mobility some joints are mobile joints um so then we have on top of or i'm sorry now let's we'll go back to the neck um then we have our shoulder blade our scapula that is a stable joint it's meant to stabilize our shoulder the ball and socket joint uh the one that's again another joint that just gets beaten day in and day out by all of us and our shoulder blade the muscles on it our shoulder rotator cuff muscles help long-term shoulder health so you need a strong rotator cuff you need a strong uh, scapula <coughs> excuse me and we also need to have adequate range of motion at our shoulders it all comes together when you lack range of motion at your shoulders then our body seeks the stable stable position by placing the tension elsewhere and because most of the time our rotator cuff muscles the ones that stabilize the shoulder blade are weak it puts us in an internally rotated position and puts a lot of stress on the front side of your shoulder, which leads to a lot of the shoulder pain. That's why there's a balance. You know, you need to make sure you're mobilizing muscles. You need to make sure that you're regaining that range of motion because of this joint by joint concept. And then on top of the shoulders, on top of the thoracic spine, we have the cervical spine. Cervical spine is another stable joint. Um, I don't really know. I can't sound smart and talk about the cervical spine because it's not my... It's not my thing. So the joint by joint approach, I think it's important to understand because, well, once you understand that you need mobility and stability, you'll understand my approach to mobility more. And I'm finally going to wrap it all up with that and say that that when you when you eliminated flexibility, when you've eliminated mobility at a joint, that's when you have to approach stability. Like I said, there's all these stable stabilizing joints. Um, they have muscles that stabilize us. Our hips, they have our, hip, our glute medius. 
um, to name one, our shoulder blade, we have our, our rotator cuff muscles, our knee, we have our VMO. I mean, there's so many muscles that stabilize joints, and that's why it's important to understand that mobility and flexibility aren't the same thing, especially the way I talk about it, but there's, there's a bigger picture that so many people are missing because, and, and I, I, if you, you know, if, if you have, <coughs> excuse me, um, a theory, or if you think you know why, we all do this. I would love to hear it, but it amazes me. And, it, and, and when I think back to myself, it amazes me that I did this. We expect generalizing human beings here. We expect one simple back stretch to alleviate years of back issues when we don't even know if we can move right. The reason I go so hard on mobility isn't just because I want to see what um what my potential is physically, but it's also because if you guys didn't lift weights and all you ever did was mobility work, meaning you worked on flexibility where you need it, you mobilized joints, you worked on soft tissue, um, and then you regained stability in specific muscles, I really do think it would set the majority of people up for long-term, um, well, just longevity, actually. Like, it, it'll, it'll give your joints a fighting chance instead of three hip replacements. Like, I can't tell you how many guys I've talked to in my gym that talk about all the surgeries they've had and shit. I'm just like, it's because you're being a dipshit. I didn't say this to them because most of them would kick my ass. But it's just like, I, that's kind of where my head goes because... We are, when we go into the gym, we're only moving muscles in one way. We need to make sure we're taking muscles through their full range of motion, whether that be through flexibility if necessary or mobilizing joints. Get a foam roller, a lacrosse ball, work on that soft tissue, break up the adhesions that get into our soft tissue, the knots, the ah, and, and work on it. And then I'm just going to throw a little nugget in here because it's one thing I'm seriously noticing. Don't downplay how much emotional tension your body fucking stores. Don't downplay it. Our body remembers. The way we felt about a specific thing, it's probably why you assume the same position regularly because you put yourself back in that spot. So guys, that's just a little nugget. My own opinion, take it for what you want. But guys, I hope I hope this makes sense. I know I went on some on some tangents here, but like this really is my shit. Like this is the kind of stuff that you can I had notes written in and that just was completely off the cuff because I love talking about just human movement that fucking much. And the human body is the single greatest tool you are given to have a fantastic life and do incredible things, but it requires a little love. You know, if you buy a Mercedes, are you going to treat it like shit? Or are you going to put some good fuel in there, some quality oil, the best parts? I mean, think about it. We do it for so many things externally. Why not take care of the only body you're ever going to get? You can buy another Mercedes. I mean, obviously, you need to get money first. So that's your problem to figure out. But anyway, guys, if you took anything from this, please leave a rate and review for the show on iTunes. Um, share it with some peoples. Share it on the social webs. Uh, tag oh, your boy, you and I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace. From this world, just call me Martian. I could kick you down a hole just like a Spartan. Fuck with me, and you will never be pardoned. Yeah. Push myself to my limits. I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning. It's now that you're living. Don't be forgiven. Don't